Welcome back to Talking Behind Your Back with Dr. Doug Portman in the Ward's Corner of Chiropractic and Sports Rehabilitation. This week, let's get down deep and back in the history. How did this occupation even start? Okay, so the roots go back to a guy named D.D. Palmer in Davenport, Iowa. He was a he was a naturopath, and uh, I think I get the date in front of me. It's September 18th, 1895. Uh, really... Um, strange way it became found uh if you think about chiropractic it's only a little over 100 years old and it seems like it's been around for a long time yeah that's what i would think i mean that's not too far ago in the grand scheme of things no but but actually alignment and structural integrity and and sort of uh manipulation has been around longer than that but the the art of chiropractic started back in 1895 with a guy named dd palmer and there was a janitor who was he was teaching at a school in Davenport, Iowa, and who was who had fallen and he become deaf years before, and um, he started thinking about the nerves, how they went through the spine, and how the nerves from the top of the neck control the, your hearing. So he started poking around on this janitor's neck and asked him if he could fix his fix his neck, and he popped the vertebra in his upper neck and. The, the the lore is that the guy's hearing started to come back. Really, that's the that's how it started. Now, is that documented about it? Like, is that like an actual? That's 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 what we learn in school, and that's that's wow. the documentation. So, he started treating the guy, and then he started diving into what what other nerves from your spine, what all they control, you know, and and that's how it started. His son B.J. Palmer is the one who developed it. So D.D. kind of fell into it, found out this is kind of works. His son, B.J. Palmer, who was also at the same school, uh, became the developer and discovered um, how it, how all the spine is runs like a computer and how all the nerves control everything in your body. And if you have a blockage in any of those nerves, it can affect anything in your body. Hmm. So he was the kind of the guy that developed it through the years. And of course, as you can imagine, um, uh, as he started developing it and people learning more and more and, and people started learning from him, and became doctors of chiropractic, um, we were, of course, shunned by the medical community as qua- as quacks. And so the first, wow, for years and years and years until, I think it was a Wilk case in 1974, they would even put chiropractors in jail for practicing medicine without a license. In the United States? Oh, would- yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of badass. Some of my professors that I learned from when I was in at Logan Chiropractic College were actually people that had been old enough that they had done some time in jail for practicing without a license in certain states. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating history. And You're like outlaws. we were not accepted by the medical community at all. They there is there is and, and, and there was some lore out there that they you know shunned us and it became a big deal the fight between the chiropractors and the medical unit to be thought of as an established you know profession hmm. and uh in 1974 there was a case called the Wilk case where uh we went after the, the medical community and said you you're we're legit and this is our history and this is the schooling we do and uh, we won that case, and since then it's been illegal for the medical community to talk about us like we were some kind of quacks. Now, do they do it? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they they still do it. And um, but I can tell you from my case, I get referred a lot of 
uh, patients from the medical community. Mm-hmm. Because what they've discovered is uh, they have a couple choices, right? They can give you a lot of pills, which they found don't help. Which is good. Right? People become addicted to them. It actually causes more problems. Um, they can do physical therapy to them, which is great. works great. Um, but they also send it to us that we do a little bit of both. We do the manipulation. We do the therapy. Um, it's safe and effective. And so we found that for the last, especially 10 years of my practice here, I have get referrals from, from other professions all the time, from orthopedic surgeons, uh, from you know family doctors. Uh, I see it more and more where people will send them in to my office for to see me as as you know 40 years ago we were still considered quacks that's crazy to see it change that quickly which can make sense though as more and more science comes out and as things you know settle down that it's it's an adoption thing but i mean even with like a do instead of like an md they practice a lot of manual manipulation which is not everything you do but a good part of it right sure and actually you know the funny thing is about do's is they really started off more like chiropractors than mds and they've kind of evolved into be more like MDs than chiropractors. They do learn some manipulation, but I, I, I have very good friends that are DOs, osteopathic doctors, and um, I would be frightened to let them manipulate me because <laughs> now it's become like a a weekend thing they learn in school instead right. of like it used to be they would learn it because it's like anything else. You got to practice. You got to know. You know, it's not different than a golf swing. You eventually got to learn how to do it right. And um, when we were in school, um, people said, what was the worst back pain you ever had? I said, it was when I was in chiropractic school because we would practice on each other. <laughs> we, we had no idea what we were doing. Yep. And um, I said, sometimes it was like being a fish that just got hooked in the mouth. You know, you you get yanked this way and that way. But, you know, that's how you learn. We learned on each other and and you practice your craft to just like you do anything else. And, and um, you try to become very good at it. Right. So that's the modern history of being a chiropractor. But something you mentioned in previous episodes was you, you've taken some things like, I think it was dry needling and cupping from, I mean, ancient, ancient roots, right? So yes. have there, uh, the, the long-term evolution of this occupation goes back way further than 1895. Sure. Um, I think, I think because we are, uh, I would say a natural provider of, you know, we don't give medicine, we don't treat you with medicines. And, um, We've tried to open our our bag of tricks, so to speak, up into, hey, what else can we do naturally to get you better? Because sometimes not everything works. So especially in my office, I, I know there's things like, uh, you know, I come to a point where I'm like, kind of like, I'm not getting you where I want you to be. I want to be have something else that I can offer. And and when there's lots of times where I can't offer you something to help you, I will say, okay, I can't help you, but I can get you to the doctor that can, mm-hmm. the profession that can. Mm-hmm. I've had people come in, you know, and this happened recently, and the lady came in, some very strange symptoms. I had a gut feeling on what it was, and I said, I'm not going to treat you. I think I need you to get you to this doctor, and it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was. Um, and I think that's the... That's the evolution of our, our of our profession is I don't think the medical community gave us credence for um, our learning background. Mm-hmm. Our school is every much is very detailed to like just like a medical school. I mean we our first year is all the ologies, then we get into um, especially neurology and you know I take lots of x-rays, radiographic stuff, um, 
you know, we learned our tracks are very similar as a medical. In fact, we had a lot of medical doctors that taught at Wash University, Wash University that also taught at our chiropractic college. So our tracks are similar and then they branch off. They do get in pharmacology. We don't go that route. We do a lot more neurology. And, uh, and I think, I think this is still true uh, that we have more class time than a lot of the medical doctors. They get in a little more interning a little earlier. Right, the residencies and yeah. things like that. So that's a really good background in what it's like to become a chiropractor. Now the future of the occupation, what do you see the dialogue between the medical profession or the, you know, the DOs and the MDs and chiropractors, do you see it as almost like a conjoining and a referral source? Or do you think you're going to have a time when you're fighting against each other again? I think it's the reason I think it's getting a lot better is I think the MDs have realized that the medical, the medicine route is not working. You're just prolonged. Either the people are getting addicted to medications, pain medications, which that's got to change. Or the medications they're prescribing just aren't getting them better. So now they're the MDs are actually now seeking out other ways to get these people better. Um, also, I found the last couple of years, especially the last 10 years, that the surgeons want to do a lot less surgery on yeah. people. And um, I've, got a, I've got a certain group of uh, spinal surgeons that I'll send people to that I know that if they have to get surgery, they're in great hands, but also they're going to do everything they can to not have to do surgery in that person. Right. And because, again, spinal surgery tends to be only be about 50% working. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you an example of that. If if I was going to do a surgery where I was going to fuse a C5 because they have the disc pressing on the nerve, usually what happens within a few years, C6 becomes a problem. Right. Or C4 becomes a problem because that's not how our spines are meant to – they're meant to work in conjunction with each other. Because that's kind of what you talked about in the last episode too is your body starts to realign itself. So if there's one issue in this part, you're going to have issues in the surrounding parts, right? Correct. I can basically be a chiropractor. I, mean, I think you are at this point. This in fact, fantastic. I'm going to actually not come to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, send me in, Coach. Yeah, I'm going to tap you in. <laughs> so, that, so that all history has changed. I mean, I've seen a lot of change through the years, um, you know, um, we were definitely considered a pseudoscience for for many, many, many years that these people that were passionate about what they did hung in there, went to jail, did their time, then got us on a path where they can get us licensed in all the states that we had an oversight committee. We have a board, a state board that oversight oversees us. So we are regulated. We got to take a lot of state, state and national boards to become a chiropractor. That's very detailed. And a lot of people don't realize that. It's not like you stick a shingle out and you become a chiropractor. It, right. it took years and years of schooling and preparation and practice and um, learning a lot of different things. And I, again, I do a lot of post-grad stuff. I became a certified sports chiropractic sports physician. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist. So um, I'm certified to do needling. I try to do keep myself updated on other things we can do in our profession to get people better. That's awesome. And you see a bright, bright future ahead for being a chiropractor. I do. I do. I think the one thing that's probably changed throughout the years is, um, you know, obviously people are are spending a little bit more money on their health. So they're looking to come seek us out a little bit more. Um, also, you know, people are getting, you know, for a while there with managed care. That changed our how we had to practice. I, I think some of the good, some of the bad. But a lot of people now aren't afraid to spend money on themselves to take care of themselves. They realize it's important overall. That makes sense. 
Well, there you have it, folks. Make sure you take good care of yourself in 2022. And if you're interested in a little self-care, don't hesitate to come see the good doctor at Portman Chiropractic and Sports Rehab off Ward's Corner Road. And as always, don't forget to tune in next month for the next episode of Talking Behind Your Back. Alex, cue music. Music.